What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey everyone and welcome to this episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. I am your host, Gretchen Garrity, and I'm sure you can tell by the title of this episode that it's just going to be a very raw and real episode. I don't know if you can even like tell in my voice, but well actually first of all I sound like a little congested, so sorry about that. But as I was just planning this podcast, I was getting a little emotional. Um, (laughs) So warning, I may be like crying in this episode. It's obviously just a pretty like heavy topic or just emotional, very personal, of course. And uh, wait, first of all, let me double check. (laughs) Okay, I think the mic's on the right setting. I didn't want it to be the audio to be messed up. But oh, this is like a really uh i guess just episode that makes me uncomfortable or kind of like pushes me out of my comfort zone i guess you could say and i figured if i don't just start this podcast episode right here and now i'll check it out and i won't ever do it and i've actually had requests to talk about dealing with anxiety um that was on my like master list of podcast ideas and it seems like I've always been avoiding that so again if I don't do it right now I'm going to check it out and that is because um well I guess first off warning (laughs) I'm sure you can tell by the title but I will be talking about mental health in this episode so if this is like too heavy and too much for you to hear right now I totally understand but maybe my hope is that if you go through like similar struggles that you can relate to me and this chat can help you and I just feel like a lot recently I've been getting like dms and I've been meeting so many people in person and it's been great of people kind of just being like wow your life is so amazing or comparing themselves to me or whatever and I'm like oh my gosh I am very blessed and very lucky and I'm such a happy person but um, that doesn't mean I'm happy 100% of the time and that I don't like go through things and struggle and feel really anxious and stuff like that so oh I already feel like this is all over the place just how my brain works um but yes I've gotten a lot of requests to talk about dealing with anxiety I'm sure a lot of you deal with anxiety that are listening to this especially if you're listening to this episode if you clicked on this one um, and people wanted me to talk about it however another warning is that i have not seen a doctor about this um i probably should and so i wanted to make it very clear that i have never been like diagnosed with anxiety treated for anxiety gone on medicine anything like that um so that's why i believe i'm just going to title this like anxious thoughts because I would say that I really struggle with just anxious thoughts and like worrying and that kind of thing. Um, So I don't want to offend anyone. I'm not saying that I specifically have anxiety. Maybe I do. I don't know. Um, Haven't seen a doctor about it, but I probably should. And that also brings me to if you feel that you struggle with any mental health issue, why am I going to cry already? Like, I just feel like it's so important to see a doctor if you can and it can be so helpful wow (laughs) i didn't think i'd be emotional this early on but this is just the day to record this episode because i've been feeling this way this morning and so this felt like natural to talk about this today um and like i said i've kind of danced around it for so long and i've gotten requests about it and again my only hope is that i can help but 
I was saying, obviously, it's so important. There is such a place for doctors in mental health and medicine. And as I have not gone on medicine, I can't speak personally about it. Um, but I do have family members that have been treated for anxiety, depression, and I've just seen how going on medicine really helps them and is just like so impactful in their day-to-day life and so helpful and so important and I just feel lucky that we are in a day and age where I feel like mental health is talked about a lot more and is treated more seriously um and I feel like this is coming out wrong but do you guys understand what I'm saying like I just feel like I've noticed such a shift even from when I was like a young girl and it was just like oh be happy was what you were told you know and it's like I think I've talked about this analogy before, but if you have a broken arm, everyone understands like your arm is broken, maybe you need a cast, you need some medicine to help it heal, whatever. But then if you have a broken, I don't know, thought pattern in your brain, whatever it is for you that's going on mentally, it's like that should be treated just the same as like a cast on your arm. Like you need care from your doctor, you may need medicine, things like that. So again, I already feel like I'm all over the place, but yeah, again, if you feel like you deal with anxious thoughts, maybe it's anxiety, um, if you feel depressed at times, you may have depression, all of these things, just like seeing a doctor I think can be so helpful. Also therapy, therapy is something that's like helped me greatly. Seeing a therapist, I felt very lucky that I have access to a therapist in the past. And I also want to say though, like access to therapy and even doctors is such a privilege and I mean for me like I just paid out of pocket for my therapist and we're just gonna be like really real and honest right now and maybe some of you listening are like young 20s or mid I guess I'm mid 20s oh my gosh I'm 25 right now and in my situation so um I might as well just give you a little bit of my situation so Currently, I'm under my mother's insurance. We're just being so honest, but maybe some of you can relate to this, so it's worthwhile to mention. Um, But I, my my mom's health insurance, which is like a local one in New York, where I'm from, in Albany, New York. And so that's where I have health insurance and where I'm covered to see, you know, doctors. uh, I, I mean, oh, I guess therapists too would be covered under that. But again, like, I've been away from Albany, so I'm kind of like out of network, and that's why I was paying for like a therapist of my own. But that's where I can get like a physical, see a dermatologist, go to the dentist, like all those things. Well, dental is separate, but anywho, um, yes, that's where I am covered. So I wonder if any of you listening are in a similar situation where you are on your parents' health insurance that is different from where you live now because maybe you went to college somewhere else and graduated. And it's like, I don't have access to a doctor in Boston or in Pennsylvania where I live since I just have health insurance back home where my mom is. So whenever I go to the doctor, anything like that, um, like my gynecologist, like all of that, my dentist is back in Albany. And so I'll like go once or twice a year to see them. But it makes it really hard if I ever have like a concern like mental health or something like I literally don't have a primary care like I don't oh this is so I don't want you guys to I feel like I'm coming off like complaining or whiny like 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 what was me you know which I'm not trying to I just wonder if any of you like deal with this as well and obviously next year when I turn 26 I'm gonna get kicked off of my (laughs) family health insurance anyway because I'll be 26 and I'll have to like figure out my own health insurance um which will be good because then I'll have it wherever I live but Anyway, so I guess that's kind of like a little background of why I feel like I, I, if I had a primary care right now, I would maybe be speaking to them about some of this like mental health stuff, um, but I don't, but hopefully I will in like the next year or so. So I wonder if any of you are in like a similar situation with insurance just based on like where you live, if you're still in your family's plan, but you're like not near your family. So then maybe you go home a couple times a year to like see a doctor or whenever you do visit, you try to like line up your you know appointments I feel like that would happen to like me and all my friends in college whenever we would go home everyone tries to line up their dentist appointments around the same time but 
anyway, that's just like a little what's going on with me. And probably if you're like, Gretchen, clearly if you struggle with this, like why haven't you seen someone? But that's just like a little bit about that. And I think a part of it is I'm just scared to talk to someone about it because that's just like very like personal and vulnerable and honest and clearly you're probably like me thinking about this right now like so so many of you are gonna listen to this episode so it's like why would I have issues talking about this to like a doctor whoever it may be um but even in therapy like one-on-one with one other person it was just so scary for me to like open up about struggles and stuff it's just like very vulnerable as I've said so yes I definitely struggle again with anxious thoughts is what I would call them I've been like such a worrier as long as I've known like I just worry about everything and I feel like I've mentioned this on the podcast before like I get so mad at myself because I'll worry about like every little thing in my life like relationships money just everything my career what am I doing like everything that's going on and then I look back and I'm like remember I was so worried about this and then things always work out so like can I stop worrying so much but I just feel like that's like who I am um and then it's times where it's like so overwhelming and I'll feel so anxious and worried and I won't know why to me it's almost like feeling anxious feels like I'm so worried and I feel uncomfortable and I feel so overwhelmed and like scared and just anxious but I don't even know like the root of it or the cause of it or why and it's so scary and if any of you deal with feeling that at times um I am with you and it really is scary and I just feel like growing up if my friends or anything whatever like feel anxious or say they have anxiety like I just never really knew what that was or what that felt like and now I'm like okay I think I know what that feels like and oh this is already like so heavy (laughs) sorry you guys are I hope this isn't the first episode you're listening to you're probably like what the heck is going on um 99% of my episodes are very like positive and uplifting but sometimes we just have to be real and since a lot of you have requested this and since I've just felt like anxious this morning I'm like you know what let's whip out the mic, let's talk about it since this is just very real right here and now. I talked about what like anxiety feels like to me or anxious thoughts we can call them, Um, but I wanted to actually read you guys' definition that I looked up so that um, it's not just like up to my interpretation in case you were wondering. So it says anxiety is a normal reaction to stress and can be beneficial in some situations, which, which makes sense if you are stressed out you know, in, uh, like, the woods because of something going on, like, it's probably helpful. Everyone knows, like, a normal level of stress is helpful and can make you probably, like, take action and productive, whatever. It says it can alert us to dangers. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. Help us prepare and pay attention. But anxiety disorders differ from normal feelings of nervousness or anxiousness and involve excessive fear or anxiety. So, yeah, I think that's what it really feels like to me is excessive fear in a situation that just makes me feel like so uncomfortable and is kind of like debilitating like I just worry and sit here and feel like I can't do anything but it's like sometimes I can't even pinpoint why like sometimes I can say for sure it's this event I have coming up and then I'm like really stressed over that or like travel or whatever it is I'll be really worried about but sometimes and when it's the scariest is when I feel like I don't really know why like I'll just feel really worried scared anxious and not knowing why is when I feel like I get the most scared and just freaked out like I guess it's all in my head in a way um but yeah I guess that's what anxiety is mental health is like it's all in your head so it's so uh, I just like question myself you know but I think we all just have to know that it's normal and mental health issues are normal and impact many many people and I feel like it's harder to sort of I don't know the word like come to terms with that because like I said like the broken arm you can see on other people and you're like oh yes other people break their arms um (laughs) this is a bad analogy to use but then if it's things like mental health like depression anxiety you don't you can't really like see that on other people maybe you can see like signs and symptoms but it can feel very isolating yeah that's just a realization I'm having right now like I will feel like the only person in the world that feels this way or is feeling like this even though if I really think about it like I know that's not true so I actually I was gonna say I don't want to say I've had 
an anxiety attack, but maybe I've like come close. And then I felt like a different time in my life, I maybe had a panic attack. Um, so I also wanted to like read the definition, but this maybe different things say different things. Cause I, in my um, mind, I thought that I heard that panic attacks and anxiety attacks were different based on like how they come on. I think that's what I've actually heard in the past that anxiety attacks maybe don't have um, like, an event that happened that triggered them to come on but panic attacks do but then here this is what i just looked up it says anxiety attacks also known as panic attacks so then that's saying they're the same thing so now i don't know maybe different things say different things but um this is just what i found on google so take this with a grain of salt anxiety attacks also known as panic attacks are episodes of intense panic or fear they usually occur suddenly and without warning sometimes there is an obvious trigger oh so see so this is saying that they're like interchangeable and it can kind of be either like sometimes sudden without warning but sometimes there is an obvious trigger getting stuck in an elevator for example or thinking about a big speech you have to give but in other cases the attacks can come out of the blue so i think sometimes i'll get <laughs> gosh this is like so hard to talk about um and like a lot for you guys listening to i feel like i'm just dumping all this on you but I mean, this always makes me feel better talking about it, um, and hopefully you don't just feel like heavy listening to this. Uh, okay, spit it out, Gretchen. I think sometimes I get close to an anxiety attack, or maybe it is. I don't know. Again, for the millionth time, maybe a doctor could tell me, but I have not seen one. Sometimes it'll feel like a really heavy weight on my chest, and it will feel like I can't catch my breath and I hate that feeling and um my sister we talk about this because sometimes she'll feel the like I feel like I can't catch my breath feeling which is so scary and I think I just work myself up and it always happens for me at night is when it gets really bad and when I'm just like worrying before I go to bed and I don't know why I get like so worrisome and fearful about like everything in my life maybe a part of it is like losing my dad so suddenly so young three years ago and so yeah maybe that's why I just like worry about everything going on a little bit and um I worry about just like all my friends and family so much even more like extra than normal you know because I'm so scared of losing someone so maybe that's why like I worry so much maybe this is <laughs> from losing my dad this is like therapy session with Gretchen <laughs> I'm like being my own therapist with you guys but yeah, sometimes I'll just feel like so like my heart's really beating and I feel like I can't catch my breath and there's like a weight in my chest and it's always at night. Um, and I just will be like, Max, I just like need a hug and I need to just like him to hold me and then I'll feel better. But it's like so scary and I hate when that happens. I'm like crying thinking about it because I hate that feeling. Um, so maybe that's what like anxiety attack. I thought anxiety was out of nowhere. And I thought that I heard that, or maybe I'm getting the mixed up, and I thought that I heard that panic attack is, like, from a specific thing. This is also going to be hard for me to talk about, but, see, this feels separate to me than anxiety attacks, or at least just how I experience it, because when I can think of at least what I thought was a panic attack in my life, it was, like, so freaking scary, and the one and only time I felt like I experienced this kind of thing, and I feel like I've talked about this, but it was when I met with um, my lightweight rowing coaches my freshman year at BU you guys know I think I have a whole oh my gosh if I don't have a whole podcast episode dedicated to it I know I have a whole YouTube video dedicated to it if you want to hear more about that I mean it comes up in every podcast episode of mine where I talk about body image though and I believe in my YouTube video dedicated to talking about lay rowing i talked about having a panic attack or at least that's what i thought it was and it's i was saying it was when i met with my lightweight rowing coaches and we were just having like a really difficult meeting and we were talking about like really sensitive personal things oh my god it's so hard to think about and like i feel like i actually just blacked out and like a second later i'm like on the ground with my coach holding me and i was like hyperventilated oh my gosh wow okay i just took a moment i really apologize i didn't think i'd be crying through like this entire freaking episode oh my goodness <sighs> let's just take a deep breath wow um okay clearly that is still really really hard for me to talk about because it was just such a scary moment and um, 
this is actually reminding me i feel like i saw a tiktok and it was basically like your brain can't decipher the difference of like if you are uh, like recounting like a really hard experience that you went through or i think it was in regards to like a breakup it's like if you are bringing yourself through that hurt of a breakup um by like looking back at old pictures or texts or whatever it may be that's just an example like your brain doesn't know the difference between like being really hurt in that moment of the breakup or like years later feeling that again like you will feel it like just as strong and you will be just as hurt because you're like bringing yourself back into that moment so it was saying like you shouldn't you know like check in with your ex all the time because it's just like you're hurting yourself over and over again that's how i feel just bringing it up my panic attack made me feel because i'm like why am i so emotional talking about this this is like freaking years later but i think it's like again my brain maybe can't detect like the time difference and it's just like no 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 scary don't go there because whoo, that was such a scary day and yeah that makes me think of a different time i am all over the place when i had an allergic reaction i was like hyperventilating and like just that feeling of hyperventilating similar to like you can't catch your breath is such a scary freaking feeling and like i'll never forget how scary that day was but anyway what i want to say is to me that had a clear difference than just like feeling maybe close to an anxiety attack or an anxiety attack because it was clearly brought on from this like really hard conversation with my coaches where we were talking about i mean i can just be like very honest which was the hardest thing for me at that time and the thing i was most scared of was gaining weight because my entire identity and self-worth was wrapped up in lightweight rowing and feel like feeling like i had to be under a certain number on the scale and so them talking about me gaining weight or being like over the weight limit was just like really really stressful and it was yeah really scary so anyway (laughs) all of that is to say that um just talk about anxiety attacks panic attacks and how they're so scary and i feel like i've felt them or gotten close and you're not alone and we are 20 minutes in and i have not even spoken about let's move on from that um you guys know i always talk about something i'm happy about in all my episodes and like a happy quote or idea yeah let's just like get positive for a second because you guys know me like i'm such an optimistic positive person i hate feeling down and you're probably like (laughs) for the first 20 minutes of this episode you're like you positive like this has been a very like (laughs) sad episode so far gosh but i just this is probably like the most real and like raw episode I've had ever. Even the talks about body image are really hard to talk about or like grieving loss of my dad, things like that. But this is just like, I feel like so directly talking about mental health and specifically my mental health. So anyway, with that, right now, this week, today, I am happy. I said this before, but I am just happy about it being 2022 and it being a day and age that i honestly feel comfortable opening up i mean comfortable to an extent not that comfortable but way more comfortable now than i've ever been in the past just opening up about mental health my mental health journey anxious anxious thoughts daily struggles all the things and it just feeling less again like taboo and more accepted because i feel like more people are talking about it and everyone can recognize mental health um is something that you know everybody has their mental health whether they're struggling with it whether they feel like they are really good with their mental health and my words are coming out wrong like feel mentally very healthy like they're in a good place and i just feel like throughout all of our lifetimes it's like such a roller coaster and you can be doing really good you can be doing really bad again it can be out of nowhere it can be triggered by really hard times and events in your life and i just feel like it's good that we're in a day and age that people can talk about it more because it's like everybody goes through life and struggles with things physically mentally you're not gonna be mentally like so strong and perfect your whole life it's like we all have our struggles and so it's good that people can open up and talk about it so that we know we're not alone and there are ways you can come out of it and tools like doctors and medicine and therapy that can help so so much so yeah i'm just feeling happy about that and that also makes me think i'm feeling lucky that like 
just me personally that family members and friends also feel happy to not happy to talk about like comfortable to talk about it because it makes me feel closer to them makes me feel like I can help them and I'm just happy knowing that I can let out some of my thoughts when it comes to mental health but so can others and that just feels really good like knowing that about my friends and family and knowing that they're not like struggling in silence alone kind of thing so that brings me to um I mean, this must be a quote. I don't know by who. Um, I feel like it's just a very common phrase. And my dad would actually always say this to Lucy and I growing up. And now I feel like Lucy and I will always say it to each other when we're going through a hard moment or we're really worried about a specific thing. And we always say to each other, this too shall pass. I feel like a couple months ago, I was saying this to my sister. She'll say it to me too. And I feel like it's a really good thing for you guys to hear that whatever really hard thing you're going through, whatever moment in time it is right now, even if it feels like forever and it's not getting better, like things always have a way of working themselves out. I love that phrase too, because if you're ever worried about like, this won't work out, like things always have their way, even if it's not the way you planned for, like I just feel like things always work out in the way that they were supposed to and whatever really hard thing you're going through right now, like this too shall pass. I guess for example, when I lost my dad, it's like, I will always be on my grieving journey. That's not ever going to pass. But what passes is like the intense, I guess, denial and sadness and all these things. And that, wow. (laughs) I feel like I keep apologizing that this is such a deep episode, but you were warned from the beginning. What does pass is, I guess, what gets better is what I tell everyone. I was actually, um, I don't know if you guys follow Anna Hyde, but I felt like so honored the other day she posted on her instagram story and kind of quoted me and i'm like oh my gosh did i say that like i can't believe she's brought that with her and uh she lost a parent just like i did and all i'm trying to say is she quoted me and said um something that i've always brought with me like a close friend of mine once said that it never gets easier it just dealing with it gets easier it's easier to deal with uh, and that's really how I feel about losing a family member. And so that's what passes is the really enormous like difficulty weight that you carry around because it just gets easier to deal with. You learn how you grieve and what makes you feel better and you learn over time that you can kind of think of them like fondly and you can think of memories in like a happy light and a happy way instead of just a really sad way but it it definitely comes in waves especially if you were grieving the loss of someone you know sometimes I get so angry and so mad and so sad and sometimes I can like laugh when I talk about memories of him or jokes he would say or look at home videos and smile and I can talk about him with people and other times people bring him up and I immediately cry so It comes in waves and I feel like that's with everything in life even when we're talking about anxious thoughts mental health comes in waves like I'll be doing really good and feeling like wow I haven't worried or felt anxious in a while and then it can be like a morning like this morning maybe it's because it's a Monday and it's Monday morning and I just start worrying about the whole week where I just feel enormously overwhelmed and worried and sometimes I don't even know why like I've said so Yes, that is what I'm happy about, and that is my quote or idea that I want you to bring with you today and this week, that this too shall pass. I promise the hardest things that you're going through now and the things you're worried about the most in five years will change, and you know, that's like something people say is like, I or let's say in regards to school, I would think like hardest things like if you fail a class or you fail like a final exam and it seems like literally the end of the world in five years you'll look back and be like okay maybe that happened for a reason or it wasn't as big of a deal like in the you know long-term grand scheme of things like it's all gonna be okay but again I don't want to like that to diminish like the hard things you're going through because they are legitimate they are real the struggles you're going through um how you're doing with your mental health and i don't want to like minimize that at all because really the word i'm looking for is your struggles are valid the hard things you're going through like they are valid and 
it's okay to be sad it's okay to not be okay it's okay to struggle with these things and i just think with time you will find ways to cope and you may find medicine and you may find a therapist that really helps you may find a doctor you may find a friend or family member that you can really trust in talking to that will make you feel better and i promise like the weight and enormity of what you're going through that's what will pass even if the worry or the hardship doesn't exactly I hope this is coming out right. Whew, okay, <laughs> let's continue with some good vibes. Hang on, I gotta tell you guys about my mattress that I'm still obsessed with. It's from Helix Sleeve. I know I've told you guys about it before. We got it when we moved to Pennsylvania two years ago now, and it's incredible. Literally any other bed I've slept in ever, whether it's my family's, friends, hotel, etc. I just always wish I was back in my bed, my Helix Sleep mattress because I never sleep as well anywhere else, especially recently, you guys. I've been getting a couple DMs from you being like, wait, what is the mattress that you love that you have again? Like, do you have a code? Do you have a link? It's my Helix Sleep mattress. So Helix Sleep will actually match your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you with their quiz. It takes just two minutes to complete. They have several different mattress models to choose from, like soft, medium, and firm mattresses, luxury models, mattresses for big and tall, as well as mattresses made just for kids. They also have models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side, which... I do sleep on my side, by the way. When I took the Helix quiz, I was matched with the Midnight Mattress because I wanted a medium feel, and like I said, I sleep on my side. Max and Brody and I love it, and not only is it the best mattress we've ever slept on, but the setup was so fast and easy. So especially if you're in the market for a new mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. Helix is so awesome. You guys already know I've talked about them a ton. I'm their number one fan, but what you may not know is that Helix was actually awarded the number one best overall mattress pick by GQ and Wired Magazine, which is so cool. Helix has also been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving sleep. So go to helixsleep.com slash Gretchen. Here's my link for those of you that were asking. Helixsleep.com slash Gretchen. Take their two-minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10 or 15-year warranty depending on the model that you get and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will, believe me. Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. And Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you guys at helixsleep.com slash Gretchen. Again, that's helixsleep.com slash Gretchen. And now let's get back into the episode. I wrote in my notes of this podcast, for me specifically, to prioritize what makes me feel better. Now, if you feel that you have struggled with certain things mental health-wise, sorry, I just keep talking about anxiety, because I feel I personally struggle the most with anxious thoughts or I have family members that struggle with depression. I know there are other things as well, but obviously that's just what I feel I can speak to. Um, but in my mind, we all individually could start to learn, especially if you struggle with like similar things for a while does that make sense i feel like you can start to be really honest with yourself on what makes you feel better and maybe what doesn't make you feel better and just be really i guess as strict with yourself as you can not strict that's not a good word just sort of push yourself to um make efforts to want to make yourself feel better if that makes sense so for me i can fall in such a pattern of like letting myself feel bad or doing things that make myself feel worse if that makes sense so I just feel like over time and now being 25 <laughs> I'm still like so young I laugh when I say that but I just feel like wiser when it comes to my mental health than when I was like oh my gosh especially like 16 17 18 I just had no idea and feel like I, I felt like I couldn't even recognize like what I was doing um for example, like comparing myself to others online, I couldn't even like break myself from that because I wasn't even realizing like that's what was making me feel so bad, for example. So things that make me feel better personally, if I'm feeling really anxious, overwhelmed, worried, really, I don't want to say the word depressed because I know I don't have depression, but I feel like I will feel really down and like like hopeless sometimes or like it's hard to get out of bed if I'm having like a really rough morning, if I had a dream about my dad, for example. So I just know... Here are things that make me feel better, basically. And maybe these can help you feel better if you haven't thought about it, if you're having like a hard mental health day. Okay, one, talking about it with specifically <laughs> Lucy, because she's my twin sister and we've lived so much life together. And what a blessing that I have a twin because we literally had the same 
upbringing and a lot of I mean obviously different experiences now that we're 25 and we don't live really close to each other like we've experienced a lot of life separately but most of life together and so she pretty much can always relate to me I can always relate to her and it just always feels better like letting it out talking with her I always feel better talking about it maybe that's just my personality uh I know some people maybe some of you are more like private and reserved but I think we could all relate like if you find someone that you're really comfortable with and really close to and that gives you good advice maybe um it just feels really good to share your thoughts with them and not just like kind of struggle with them alone in your head at least in my opinion so talking with Lucy, talking with my boyfriend Max about it, talking with my cousin Mandy. Again, she's someone else that feels like a third sister to me and my sister and can always give me really good advice. She really does always give me good advice. It's funny because she's three years younger than me, but I just feel like hearing from the people I love the most and care about, like they always have another perspective for me and especially my best friend Taylor, Hannah, it feels really good to talk to them about it and yeah, I think I'm just reflecting right now. Like they always have something good to say to me or yeah, just good advice I can take with me and be like, wow, I never thought of it that way. You're right. And I just am left with like a sense of peace and like it's going to be okay. Oh, that just made me think you guys. Uh, I kind of talked about it before or I'm going to talk about it in a bit, but with comparison, um, because that's something that I struggled with for so long. Again, ebbs and flows sometimes will feel so good and so confident. And then other times, like especially in the summer when I'm, you know, around girls that I feel like are in better shape than me in bikinis or cute little clothes or whatever, that can be like a hard time for me comparison wise, even though I know I need to not compare myself and I have so many episodes on comparison and I need to go listen to them right now because I feel like this past week just being on vacation on a trip with like a bunch of influencers, I was having a tough moment, but I want to say this before I forget one of Mandy's closest friends we were talking to on the phone and um, I was talking to him and I was like, oh yeah, I kind of had a rough day and I've known him for a while and I was talking to him and he said something to me that even Mandy all day was like, Gretchen, stop being mean, like talking bad about yourself. God, that's so embarrassing to admit. Like I'll say things out loud that are just like not nice about myself or about a photo, whatever. Like I need to just hold myself more accountable and like not let me bring down the vibes about myself and like saying out loud, like I look so bad in that photo or whatever. Like I need to not do that so <laughs> i wish you guys were here in person to hold me accountable but um anyway mandy's friend as i was saying we we're talking on facetime and he said to me gretchen and i was like what and he said oh i'm gonna like not say perfectly correct how he said it but he said i think he said to me you are more than a number you are more than a number on a scale oh i feel like i'm butchering it he didn't say it like this but and because now this is sounding cliche and like i've said this before and everyone's heard this but he said it in a way that like i just was in the perfect right moment to receive it and understand what he was saying and it was basically like you're more than a number on the scale you're more than the number size of your genes like you are not defined by a number so stop thinking like that like you're way more than that and it's like you are your personality and your character and all the other things that make you you and gosh like your physical being sack of skin doesn't freaking matter so anyway that really helped me in that moment hearing about comparison but moving on what else makes me feel better is getting off my phone that's what I was saying like when I was in high school I feel like I had such a hard time comparing myself to others on social media like tumblr was such a big thing and I would let myself feel so bad for myself and just feel like worthless that I wasn't like these really skinny girls on tumblr and I just felt like I had to be that way to be beautiful and now we're getting into like body image talk but if I had just realized that it was making me feel so horrible and I was comparing myself like I just felt like I let myself feel sad and I wasn't really thinking about what I was doing like if I had just turned off my computer got off my phone I would have felt a whole lot better so now I know that about myself when I'm feeling down like I will not go on Instagram I won't go on TikTok because it's just gonna like let myself feel worse you know number three doing something like physically doing something with my hands like if like vacuuming right will always make me feel like less anxious make me feel better I feel like I heard that as a tip actually from a friend once her therapist was like if you're feeling really overwhelmed really anxious vacuum just like vacuum your space you will feel better I promise which is so true I need to actually do that <laughs> today I'm like if I just vacuum right after this I will feel a lot better like I know that about myself but 
if it's like cleaning cooking doing a project like just doing something like not on your computer or your phone always makes me feel better makes me feel less anxious and makes me feel like i'm taking action and like working towards something that i need to do that also reminds me i saw this tiktok about this woman saying i believe that she struggled maybe with oh, i don't want to say it wrong um but i think that she struggled with adhd she was saying and just focusing and if you've listened to me speak this whole episode i also would think that i have adhd again i haven't seen a doctor so i don't like diagnose myself but um i find it very hard to focus and i'm easily overwhelmed and all these things so I relate to her in this sense in this TikTok. She was talking about how she couldn't believe TikTok was free because she saw this TikTok that literally changed her life and she heard this like tip in a TikTok that said if you struggle to focus and like do things throughout the day, keep your shoes on. And she was like hearing this to keep my shoes on if I had to keep doing things in my home in my apartment she's like literally changed my life. Like I am so much more productive now. I keep my shoes on, I keep moving and I saw comments saying it has to do with like in your brain if you're wearing shoes you just like stay active and are up and are doing things and then it's like a signal to your brain if you take off your shoes and you're comfy to just like relax and I honestly noticed that about myself and I took that tip and I'm like okay if I have like a bunch of things to do around the apartment I'm keeping my shoes on and I'm like coming home from a workout with my sneakers on and I'm gonna like unload the dishwasher and do my laundry and vacuum and all these things and it actually has helped me a lot so maybe if you struggle with like focusing or just being productive or efficient maybe try keeping your shoes on because that's actually helped me okay number four movement in any fashion always helps me feel better walking my dog when i started to feel really overwhelmed earlier definitely helped me i think a part of that is the movement and a part of that is being outside in nature that is number 10 on this list is being outside in the sun it really helps but to not get ahead of myself movement in any way workout class stretching yoga running whatever it is like do a couple jumping jacks do a couple push-ups i just feel like you'll feel better oh i wonder that probably (laughs) i'm like no dove has to do with like endorphins literally it's just gonna make you feel better um, I always feel better after I move. I always say working out to me has way more to do with my mental health and my physical health because I feel like at this point in my life, I've been physically active, I would say, for most of my years. And so I really don't notice changes physically. I notice how I feel mentally so much more if I'm working out than if I'm not working out. Maybe that's why I'm like having a tough time too because while I was away, I wasn't working out. And so I just feel like thrown off and maybe i'm not getting the endorphins that i know normally do and so maybe that's why i was feeling like a little more anxious today but talking about this is already making me feel better back to number one talking about it okay five and this is where i think i really was my downfall this morning was what makes me feel better is no caffeine i don't know if any of you are sensitive to caffeine or feel like it really affects you yeah sensitive to it but i feel like i'm very sensitive to caffeine and i literally made a latte with three espresso shots today which is completely my fault and i think that's really what started me feeling anxious so i need to just not especially if i'm feeling bad already to like not drink coffee but sometimes i'm like oh yay a coffee that'll be so fun and taste good like i like the way it tastes but I need to just know myself better than that. And coffee, not always, but sometimes will make me feel anxious, especially if I'm feeling anxious already. Having a coffee will only make it worse. So I need to just like be diligent on that and just like drink a cup of orange juice or a big cup of water or something and be like deep breath scratching. It's going to be okay. You don't get a coffee today. <laughs> okay. Number six, what makes me feel better is cuddling with Brody. If you don't have an animal, find one nearby, pet one outside. (laughs) And if you do have an animal, cuddle up next to them and pet them. I always feel better. It feels like grounding in a way to just be with an animal. It feels right. It feels like nature, but inside, I I don't know. It just feels right. It feels a lot better. They're like your little companion and it just feels like reassuring, like I'm going to be okay. Okay, number seven is meditating. I like how I'm numbering all these off to you. Like the number doesn't matter, but I just numbered this list. Meditating, I need to get back into because when I feel like I really started having like anxious thoughts was in this past year or so, maybe year and a half. And I would literally look up 
like meditations on YouTube and follow them, breathing exercises, and they just really helped me. Number eight, breathing exercises. I kind of, to me, they're similar, but obviously different. They can just be like led differently. I always need like a lead meditation, not like a lead, like, you know, like a leader, like someone that brings you through a meditation or breathing exercise. Because if I were to just sit here and do it alone, I just feel like I like the structured more. I like have something, having someone to follow because I feel like newer to it. I'm sure if you're a pro, you could just meditate or do breathing exercises on your own. Sometimes I do do breathing exercises on my own though. Like I was feeling really like stressed on a flight the other day and I was like, you know, like deep breath scratching. This will like literally slow your, your heart rate, your heartbeat, whatever it is and make you feel better. So sometimes I can like get myself to do it on my own though. Journaling again, I want to get back into because I always feel better just like letting it all out on paper. It feels like your thoughts have somewhere to go and they're not just like jumbling around in your head making yourself overwhelmed this is like literally at me i feel like everything i'm saying i'm like can i listen and go do this right now because for this episode i was like nah, i'm so overwhelmed number 10 like i said getting outside getting in the sun like sun on your face will just feel good and feel better and i especially feel so affected by my environment i've always said that if it's like rainy and cloudy for a couple days i just won't feel good like if i can get outside get some sunshine i always feel better and like it's all going to be okay. And last thing on this list, number 11, what makes me feel better is reading because it really just gets me out of my own head. In the past six months, I've really like gotten more into reading and the best version of me on my best days will read before I go to bed. We've been watching so much Survivor, so it's been hard. Max and I have been like always watching Survivor before bed, but I will feel better when I read. Like again, just gets me out of my own head, helps me wind down for the night. I sleep better, yada, yada all the things so i hope any of those you could take with you because those are what make me feel better and can kind of like put my anxious thoughts at bay at ease sometimes um and all of those i guess i've already said but um to be concise not to be like sad again but i just feel like another thing that i saw on my podcast ideas list you guys have talked always want me to talk about anxiety dealing with anxiety anxious thoughts again i've already addressed that i do not have anxiety that has not been diagnosed and also just daily struggles and how i can kind of cope with that and literally everything i just said is how i cope with daily struggles of being overwhelmed i feel overwhelmed every day and i just need to be really honest with myself like i don't know why I feel overwhelmed every day of my life. Even when I have a lot going on, when I have nothing going on, I'll feel overwhelmed. Maybe like I'm not doing enough or being fast enough, being productive, being efficient. Like I don't know where this stems from. Just speaking out loud, maybe it's like I feel my self-worth and identity is so tied with accomplishing. I'm gonna like cry again. I don't know why that is i just feel like maybe worthwhile to everyone else around me society if i'm doing things and accomplishing but it's like again we are way more than that and i think again we're at a point where everyone can be really honest with their self and just mental health and everyone knows you need a break and you need rest and the culture of like go 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 no breaks is just not it anymore and i feel like people more and more are starting to realize that and you're only going to be the best you and performing the best uh, i'm not saying this right but like being the most efficient like performing at the highest level of your sport of your job of your relationships whatever it is if you take time for yourself like self-care and rest and all those things so i need to just listen to this myself and take time for myself and like self-care and stuff because i don't know why i just feel like i always have to be accomplishing and being productive i feel like i've talked about that before that I feel like I don't ever sit because I just need to be doing something and there's always something better I could be doing than relaxing like accomplishing the next thing because there's like always something you can do at least how my how my brain works even if I like clean the entire apartment I'm like okay well I could start organizing this or I could start on this next work thing and I need to not be like that okay (laughs) because I think that's what makes me overwhelmed sometimes I need to just be like today i'm gonna rest (laughs) what helps me rest actually is again like being outside if i'm like laying in the sun or something i feel like that's when i can really just be like okay 
this is where I am right now. Be present. I'm not going to like try to work or do anything else. Another thing I feel like I struggle with daily is focusing, like I said, which is why I need to not, but I feel like I've diagnosed myself with ADHD, but I should, again, see a doctor. Um, I've always wondered if medicine could help me with this. I'm sure it could, but I don't know if it's to the point that like I would want to take medicine and I've, you know seen a lot of friends family members go on medicine for adhd whatever it is and i just don't know if i'm like at that point where i would want to be doing that or yeah i don't know but again that's just me i need to deal with that myself and see a doctor and all those things but i'm sure medicine could help me focus and i just feel like yeah it's just hard for me to do one thing at a time and i'll end up feeling like useless like it's so sad like i'll just feel so overwhelmed like i can't do one thing at a time i do everything halfway if you ever see me clean my apartment or freaking record a podcast it's like i'm jumping all over the place but max will be like okay you unloaded half the dishwasher you vacuumed half the apartment you almost made the bed and so i'll just feel like a mess and i need to just i really have been trying to be good with myself though i'm like gretchen focus one thing at a time like once you complete this task you can move on to the next thing so i just have to be like really yeah diligent on that another thing i feel like i struggle with daily comparison like i said i would talk about this here we are i've talked about a bunch you should listen to my podcast episodes before i feel like i have ones dedicated to comparison if you feel like you're in a hard comparison moment but yeah especially when i was on that revolve trip i'm like before the trip i'm like gretchen it's gonna be okay you're fine you need to not compare yourself be confident you're good everyone's gonna look different everyone's different shapes and sizes that's great that's how it should be how boring would it be if you all look the same but then you get in that moment and i'll just like feel sorry for myself or feel like i'm not enough or feel like i'm not doing enough or not working out enough or not eating as healthy as i can or whatever and i need to just not and mandy's friend's words really helped me in that moment again that i'm way more than a number and it does not freaking matter (laughs) but for yeah any group trips in general i'll feel like really anxious before worrying about i think i just worry about everything not even comparing myself to others but how others perceive me and i just need to not okay you need to just be you and worry about yourself and not worry about like that reminds me how i've heard in the past too this has always helped me like the saying of what others think about you or say about you is none of your business and i remember when i first heard that i was like wait wow (laughs) that's honestly very freeing like that feels really nice to be like i don't have to worry about what other people think about me i can worry about what i think about me like what other people think about me isn't my business and i need to just like stay in my own lane you know like to an extent but anyway that's helped me another thing that i feel like i struggle with you can probably tell by hearing this whole episode is imposter syndrome and i feel like i've talked about this before i didn't used to really understand like what it meant or if i felt that way but for sure it's feeling like you haven't like worked for what you have almost or you're not and I'm saying it wrong. How I think about it is like you're not the one that's worked so hard to get to where you are. Like it's other factors at play. Like you just kind of discredit yourself. And what I just looked up says imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities. Yeah, that's really what it is. Feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high achieving people. Oh, I did not know that. That sounds like, again, that sounds like a humble brag. I'm like, wow, like I feel this way on my TV. No, I literally just Googled this. Um, who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments many question whether they're deserving blah 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 but i feel like everyone feels this they can feel like they are not deserving of where they're at like if something good happens in your life if you i don't know get into a school have a promotion whatever it may be like you can just feel like not deserving i feel like a lot of people feel that way and i feel like i will struggle with that daily even in terms of my social media since i've done it so long i'm like do people like even care anymore people still watching and listening and tuning in and i just need to remember like the really nice feedback i get from you guys because i feel like in the past year or so i've struggled with this being like do you guys like care anymore is anyone still with me but so many people are like oh my gosh you can never quit social media like we love you know listening to your podcast following along instagram youtube whatever so i need to just 
listen to my supporters and feel confident in that and keep going for me and because i love sharing my thoughts and ideas in life online and that just needs to be enough and yeah lastly i feel like this is again like deep but i feel like a struggle maybe not daily that i have but sometimes it will feel this is like the first time I'm admitting this, but it'll just feel really hard to maybe like get up and get going. Again, I feel like I don't think I ever felt this before I lost my dad. I think it was after I lost him where I would just be like, oh, just feeling really hopeless sometimes. Again, I feel like I'll really feel this mornings after if I really had a hard night thinking about him, dreamed about him, something like that. And I feel like in these moments, maybe what I'm feeling is really down or like a feeling I hate using the word depressed because I know I don't have depression, but I feel like I can feel depressed in certain moments, like just really hopeless and really down and feeling like like I just don't even want to get out of bed because I just want to like be with Brody in my bed and maybe read my book and lay there and like I can't even start anywhere and accomplish things or doing things because I'm just feeling like really sad. Those are moments when I'm feeling like really sad and just having a really hard day and I don't want to cry again, but yeah, those are just like some of my struggles sometimes so you're just being really honest and i kind of did that in a backwards order but again how i deal with all of that is the list of what i told you just of prioritizing making myself feeling better talking about it getting off any devices phone computer reading getting outside meditating journaling being with my dog i'm gonna cry again because i need to just like do this every day of my life because that is what makes me feel better i need to make a morning routine of just that like setting myself up for the best day and i feel like i have shared a morning routine actually on my youtube where i do a lot of that where i don't go on my phone where i do go outside or i'm with my dog movement all the things but not every day is perfect and a lot of days i'll go on my phone first thing and it always makes me feel bad so i need to not and we need to just prioritize our best version of ourselves our highest versions of ourselves i've talked about that a lot in the past too wow this is a vulnerable episode i just really wanted to be honest with you guys that i'm right there with you with mental health struggles and again like i mentioned earlier i just feel like especially yesterday just being out and about sunday fun day i have been meeting so many of you in person i met so many of you guys and I actually got a DM recently that made me like sad in a way. It was very nice, but it made me sad because I got a DM saying basically like, wow, do you even realize like your life is so picture perfect? Like you are so lucky. And it just kind of made me sad. I'm like, and everyone knows social media is a highlight reel. Like I'm sure my life can come off that way. I'm not saying it's not. Like I feel very blessed and privileged and lucky. I feel so lucky to have the people in my life that I do and all of that. But it's like, I go through hard things and I feel sad too and life isn't always picture perfect so that's really nice that I think that was a compliment that it comes off that way maybe it was in a mean way like you don't deal with hard things like it's not fair um but I just I just wanted this episode to be like no I am normal like everyone else and I feel like people can hold me to such a high standard and people will say things in person to me to that effect and it just can make me feel uncomfortable because I just am like no like we are all just going through life together all just trying to survive all just you know and we all deal with struggles though and this is coming off cliche but anyone else listening especially too as a content creator knows it can be really hard in that sense and i think that can be maybe where a lot of my anxious thoughts like stem from if it's comparison it's just people like yelling their opinions at me on me and my life and my relationships all the time it's definitely built a thick skin for me um and i yeah i want to attribute not all of it because obviously being a content creator and sharing my life on social media is overwhelmingly positive but i think a lot of feeling anxious and i would even go as far to say like a lot of mental health struggles these days can be tied with social media and i feel like people that get rid of social media go off social media like never regret it and say that they've never felt better mentally which i just feel like makes a lot of sense i just feel like human beings are not designed to be on social media 24 7 on these little screens and like it doesn't make you feel good physically when you're on your phone all day like you feel like you got to get outside and do something and just hearing a million people's opinions of you 
like you're not meant to be that way like it's very overwhelming it's very stressful all the things so this isn't me complaining though because obviously overall social media is such a positive thing in my life it gives me a platform like this to be able to share my thoughts and my ideas with you i really hope this episode was helpful for you guys i know it was heavy and a lot but again i just want to be honest and i've had requests to talk about anxiety anxious anxious thoughts if you will i've corrected myself this whole episode but for the millionth time warning that i have not been diagnosed with anything this is just i guess in regards to my mental health personally so again i hope this episode helped i love you guys so so much um again like feel free to message me on my happy hour podcast instagram that's h-a-p-p-y-h-r podcast on instagram if you do my main account it may just like get lost in the flood of dms but uh my podcast instagram i'm have a way higher chance of seeing it like a way more likely chance of seeing it and you can always comment on my posts on there when I promote my new episodes if you want to chat. But I love you guys so, so much. Thank you for listening to this episode and I'll catch you in my next one. Bye. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.